Happy New Year, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Real Talk with Pastor Brad and Christy. We are so excited to be bringing this to you in the year 2022, and so we're kicking it off with an episode called Change is Coming. Here are your hosts, Pastor Brad and Christy. Happy New Year, Brianna. Yay, Happy New Year. And me. And Christy. It's great to be here. I was working my way around the table to get to you, Christy. It is great to be in this brand new year of 2022. I know everybody was eager to get here, and uh, man, we're excited about all that is going to happen. Thank you so much to our Real Talk family for helping to make 2021 successful for us. Had a great year. Uh, Man, I think we averaged about 70 people a week uh, listening to our podcast on an average, and that's pretty good. That's great numbers. So, man, you can give them a hand clap there, Brianna. Oh. Thank them so oh. much for... Uh, <laughs> it's, to, for it's been a year it's since been she, a year. Yeah. she hadn't used that all year. I, that's for you guys out there. Woo-hoo. Thank you so much. Uh, also, uh, man, we ended the year with right at 3,500 downloads, 3,495, not ministerially counting. That's exact number. And so, uh, man, we're excited. We're we're praying about what our goal is for the new year and, man, where we can take this podcast to. And we know that if we can keep it relevant for you in your life and keep the talk real, that it will be meaningful to your life and you'll share it with your friends. And thank you for doing that. Christy, Happy New Year to you. You ready? Thank you. Happy New Year. I'm ready. So, man, update on our life. We are entering into the um, senior year of the Twins Collegiate. We're entering? Yeah, we're this we're is finishing. It. Well, I mean, like, this is the official year. I mean, uh, I know they've been in it. But calendar year. Man, we're counting down months The official now. Yeah. calendar year. We're in the year. calendar year of that, and uh, we're excited right. about some things that are coming up in our life for 2022 and doing some things on our bucket list and... Uh, a lot of things that we've been contemplating, and uh, man, we are excited about that, and um, we're just really thankful to be in this brand new year, and um, with that, new year always comes change. Uh, change is always coming about, and man, I um, there's nothing we can do to stop it, and you know, whether it's with your kids, with your job, with your work, with your community, change is always happening. Um, and so with that, man, with change coming, Christy, we want to dive in and talk about that subject. If you are in the Alexandria area, we would love to invite you on. If you are a man, we'd love to invite you on Saturday mornings at seven o'clock. Yes, seven o'clock. You heard that right. A.M. We are doing that on what we call the man time so that you can come and meet together with men and uh, we're going to have a breakfast and then dive deep on the subject of change. How do we embrace change and live through change and be victorious? And then on, on, (laughs) excuse me, Sunday afternoons at um, sometimes in the afternoon, five o'clock, five o'clock. The ladies will meet. So if you're we in call the that, we call that area. functional time when humans function and this is a man time. Man time. It is apparently like in the dark because <laughs> it's still dark at like man seven a.m. Is we come is early, it? we um, get it done, and we move on with the rest of our day. Yeah, no, we do it during functional five o'clock in the afternoon. Functional time. Functional time. So that's when I can function actually, but um, yeah, at the same time. Same place, I mean, we have um, a meal and we um, study God's word together. We'll do this 
all every weekend for the rest of January. So, if you're in Sunlight area, 4200 South MacArthur Drive, Bree will put that in the show notes, and we would love to have you come and join us. Yep. It'll be great. But today's uh, topic will kind of lead into that, because sometimes we need a change, and sometimes we need to embrace that and see what's relevant and what's happening in our life. And um, it may seem like things are staying the same, but they're really not. Does anything stay the same anymore? Like, literally, you would think, you know, um, there's even a movie, old movie, 9 to 5, like, a work day was 9 to 5, and now it's like, Candy is cane. there even a work day? I mean, is there, like, you don't even, you know, you don't go into work anymore and different things, so it's, things are set. The school day has changed, you know, some kids are online, some kids are at school, um, my, our children went to a private school, and at Ella's thing, and this is just funny for those of us that grew up in public school like I did, when Ella switched to a public school, she was very excited to go to the cafeteria. That was her thing. I'm going to get to go to a cafeteria because they did not have a cafeteria at the private school. They ate in their classrooms, and she went in under pandemic. She, she never got to go to the cafeteria. <laughs> she moves. She changed schools during the pandemic, and she moved into the same thing in a public school that she had in the private school. So, is there anything that doesn't well, change? Well, and anymore? even if you think, even if the, you think that you are change um, acceptant, if your acceptance to change, you know, you're, you're, you're you accept it, it yeah. readily and you're okay with it. You know, most people are change adverse, but um, even if you do it acceptably, we've been Christy and I have been writing the curriculum, getting things ready, and so therefore we've been having conversations at home about change and and how we ever everyone struggles with change in some capacity and ella was like oh no no no! i'm i'm good with change i'm good with change change is good and change I said, is well, good it's a good what thing do you, what do you mean change is good and she said well most people don't think so but i like it i most like people change. don't like to change i said oh said. good then your bedtime can be eight o'clock <laughs> and she's like oh no 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 <laughs> i said you just said you like change so you like change when it changes for your, your favor yeah that's right your, in your, your your mindset so yep. But to ultimately, excuse me, ultimately to make change is rebelling against the status quo. Because what happens is we get comfortable in our comfort zone. And man, as you're embracing this new year, people's going through commitments and New Year's resolutions and what you're trying to do. And in order to make those things happen and be successful with the change that you are anticipating in 2022, then you're going to have to rebel and be a rebel against what is natural, what is the status quo. Just because... It may help in a crisis or something doesn't mean that it's where you need to be. And people, on the contrary, have a very adverse opinion to change because it rubs us the wrong way. And so we have this mindset of what we want to do. And like every January, we we start out this. And, uh, um, you know, I have my my phrase for the year. And I told Chrissy the other day, I'm not doing so hot with it right now. And um, <laughs> what happens to many of us is, um, is, as a matter of fact, it's found in the Bible. In Romans chapter 7 and verse 15, Paul wrote, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do, and I end up doing the very thing I hate to do. Does that ever happen to anybody Amen. out there? Yes. Take it away, Christy. The things you swear you're not going to do. Um, you know, I do not understand what I'm doing. That How... how um, 
true is that? The first, that, that's what that verse says. For I do not understand what I am doing. How many times does that? I don't even know what I'm doing. All the time. <laughs> you know, I'm or you lost. get caught up in something, and then you stop and you're like, what the heck? Why am I even doing this? Um, I do not understand what I'm doing because I do not practice what I want to do, but I do what I hate. And it sounds like, that sounds so funny. Like, why would you do what you hate? But it's just like, you know, any resolution or any diet or any, you know, workout plan or whatever, you're not going to like it at first, Mm -mm. you know? Um, You're going to hate it. You are going to hate it. And it says, but I do what I hate. I hate what I'm doing right now. (laughs) You know, you're that, that about that um, second week of a workout plan. Mm -hmm. That first week, it's like, oh, let me understand all the Mm -hmm. new little Mm things gadgets that maybe if you're at a gym you know or you you know you're getting it even if you're doing like a class or something you get all into it about that second or third week it's like all the new has worn off and if it ever gets disrupted oh my goodness we're in trouble like if you don't do it one day for some reason right right you miss a day and that day becomes a week and that week becomes you know uh, two years (laughs) we like we'll get on a good plan of bible study or or uh workout or dieting or something like that and we go to grandma's house in mississippi and she takes us out i mean it's like when you miss grandma's fault grandma's fault when you miss three or four days you know when you get out because you can't diet or exercise or bible routine or anything at grandma's well, it's kind of what we're going to talk about in the men's retreat uh, when we come together on Saturdays. A lot of it has to do with your space and your schedule. And when you interrupt either one of those. A lot of it has to do with my lack of determination. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not well. I'm just being honest. But when you get your space. You can call it whatever you want to, but I'm saying in my world, it's lack of determination. But, but when you get your space and your space is right, whether, especially like Bible studying, you know, like you got your spot and it's just where you meet with the Lord and then you got your schedule and you doing it and you got your place that you exercise. And then when that gets disrupted, it just, it may, I mean, yeah, lack of determination may be part of it, but it just disrupts the flow. I don't know. What do you think, Bree? I'm a creature of habit. So any deviation from a set. So when you mess with your space mm-hmm. and your schedule. It changes. Yeah. I, I'm thrown through a loop we love you grandma but you can take us out i'm so, pretty sure grandma is gonna be like i don't do that i didn't tell them they couldn't do that in my house they good, can do what they have good thing grandma hadn't figured got, out how to listen to podcasts she's got yet. more space in her house than we do at ours so like, doesn't like, she have like a bunch of rooms that y'all can do <laughs> yeah. literally anything in yes all right she has so a very large we digress but back on track here we find ourselves doing i do not understand why i I'm having such a hard time do, not doing what I want to do and doing the very thing I don't want to do. Right. You do the exact thing. You say, I'm not going to miss a week until like week number two. <laughs> <laughs> or then you, you know, like, like we said, take off a day and you miss it. Um, but why? And, and I just, I do love it that it starts out for, I do not understand what I'm doing. Why am I doing this? You know, I know I need to, you know, lose the weight in the example, lose the weight, do the exercise. I need all that. But then that de- that lack of determination, I just don't have it. Self-control, man. So the only thing lack that does of. not change is the fact that everything is always changing. Everything changes. Even your schedule, your your environment changes, your, you know, anything. Everything changes, you're right. Um, but the one thing that doesn't change is God. God is unchanging. Yep, that's correct. So... Um, 
So that we, is the challenge. How do we understand this? And so there's there's perfect change when God brings it about. And 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 you may want to go spend some time in in three chapters in Genesis, starting in Genesis 25. There's a story of two young brothers. Matter of fact, it's the first twins that are recorded in the Bible, and it's um, Jacob and, and Esau. And um, God is bringing about a change. Um, God said that the younger would serve. The older would serve the younger is what his prophecy was when he spoke to Jacob and I mean to Isaac and and his bride about what was happening in her womb when there was these two there's two nations within you and you know so number one that never happens in the historical context of that and and everything would come to the older sibling in biblical times. And so, but God, when God brings about change, there's nothing you can do to stop it. And everything works out smoothly. And one day Jacob's at home and he's making a meal and his brother's out hunting and he comes in and ends up giving up the birthright. He says, man, sell me some of that stew you got right there. He said, oh, okay, I'll, how about a price of a birthright? And so that whole thing happens and he gives it up willingly and goes through this big dramatic effect and what good is it? I'm about to die and stuff. And the thing about it is that in our life, things are always changing. But if we will wait on the Lord and don't force the change, sometimes we want to change because we're bored. Sometimes we want to change because we're restless and we just feel like things need to change to spice things up in our life. But sometimes God's not ready for us to change. It's not, that's right. God's timing is not that does and, not go on boredom. And so when it is God's timing, though, you can get a birthright, which is the larger part of the inheritance of the father for swapping out some stew. You know, but when you're trying to do it, you got to manipulate and force it and make it work. And so in this new year, there's going to be some perfect change that comes into your life. And man, it's going to be when it's in God's time, you can't keep it from happening. It's going to be so smooth, seamless. You're going to move through that. And it's going to be amazing how God does the work. And and, uh, and you look back at it and say, wow, I, you know, in the time that it's happening, you may not even realize the change is happening. Um, but sometimes you just take a moment and, and look back and say, wow, all the things that happened in 2021, you're like, at the time, it's chaos and all that. And you look back and you said, you know, God, God worked things out for me, even though I didn't think he could, even though I didn't think it was going to, even though I thought it was going to be horrible and all that, it worked out, you know, in God's time. And so, yeah, it is cool to, to do that, to wait on or to look back and think, it did work out, you know, and that's what's going to happen in 2022. I'm excited about 2022. I am too. And I was writing, I was writing a thought this morning, you know, out of Jeremiah, I was writing a little devotion and it says, I know the thoughts that I have for you. I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, man, to give you a hope and a future. And I've got all these things for you to prosper. And, you know, in Jeremiah 29, he's putting that together in verse 11. It's just like a warm blanket on a cold day to just think about the fact that God's thoughts are on me. When our thoughts are so fickle and they change so quickly, you know, I mean, it's amazing how you can be trying to focus on something pure and holy and, and right and prayer. And then all of a sudden, man, your mind runs away and left field with you. You're like, wow, where did that come from? You know, and so, but perfect change is when it comes to you, when God brings it to you. But the one we're probably the most familiar with is the persuasive change. Like when we feel like, we need a change because we're restless or bored or 
are looking for something more. And so we got to begin to persuade the fact to make it happen, you know. And then so God brought this thing to East to Jacob by the hand of Esau. He gave it up willingly. But then when the blessing came to go with the birthright, you know, man, Jacob nor his mother would wait on the Lord to do it in his time. So they figured out how can we deceive Isaac to give the blessing? And so they had to dress up the son in a costume and go through all this. And man, and, and, and Jacob went from experiencing something that would never happen in the natural to God, making it happen in the supernatural to then all of a sudden having that turned on its head and then beginning to have to try to manipulate the will of God and force it into being what he wanted it to be. And when you do that, you've got to disguise yourself. You've got to wear costumes. You've got to, you got to change the message. You've got you to go to through all of this. Unrecognizable to the people who know you the best. Oh, this come was on, girl. to his Preach dad. That. He became unrecognizable. His dad, and, <clears throat> and of course the Bible does say that um, his dad's eyes were, were bad. Dim. Or dim. But he still, I mean, you, you, like when your child calls out in the middle of the night, you know what child it is. You know, you you know you Do go, we? <laughs> well, you we usually, debate that. I'm like, which child is that? <laughs> but the mother knows. Um, but the dad, um, maybe I'm using the wrong parent here, but the dad <laughs> in this thing, it when you touch your child and you put your hands on your child, it it was deceptive even to the father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the even, physical he was touch un- of smell. He was unrecognizable yeah. even to the father. And so that is, um, I mean, you know, you, you, you're you so deceitful that you, even the people around you don't even know who you are anymore. And it never works like we think, you know. And you got to be careful because Jacob said, Mom, this is not right. You know, and at first he tried to resist it, but then she was like, no, 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 you let me deal with this. And then in the end, the consequences came, man. And that persuasive change, it was just overwhelming. You know, it's so easy to, um, like, like pick on the mom, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just let me worry about it or whatever. And you go through and you read and you're like, she did some stuff. She, like, okay. So every time I think about this story, and I love, like, I love this story so much. I wonder, did, because, you know, Jacob eventually has to run away. Mm-hmm. And Esau's the one who stayed. Did he ever know that his mom mm-hmm. had something to do with that? Wow. So, like, do you think there was any resentment there? Well, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, it says that the, the parents favored the children. Oh, no. I, it does say that they had a favorite. So, right. So, it's. So, parents do not have favorites. In fact, whenever we teach this in kids' church, the kids get hung up on that a lot. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, my mom says she doesn't have any favorites. I'm like, I'm sure your mom doesn't have any favorites. Right. Right. But this mom did. Yes. And, and <laughs> so did the well, dad. And that's the thing you want to, you want to so easily like focus on this mom and say, you know, oh, this mom did this and all this stuff. But, you know, it, what if, what if somebody was reading your story? Mm-hmm. And seeing behind the scenes, and you can't mm-hmm. see my air quotes of behind the scenes, because you're seeing the behind the scenes mm-hmm. here, and you're thinking, you're getting to hear the mom's thoughts and things like that. And if you were seeing the behind, or somebody else was reading the behind the scenes of your life, mm-hmm. it's so easy to convict these people right. in the Bible. But at the same time, you know, 
what if somebody was reading your story in the behind the scenes and every little thing you did, mm-hmm. you know? So it's and, very easy to do that. Christy, you got to be careful. You're right, Christy. And the thing about this is, too, there's an important truth in this. And this is one reason I believe God does not give us too much information, too much light to outrun where we are. Because when she didn't know what was going on in her womb, she went to the Lord and they said, what is happening? And God told them what was happening. And so how in her mind would the younger ever, would the older ever serve the younger in that culture? It would never happen. And so then when it did happen and he got the birthright, you know, it's like, okay, God, I need to help you out a little bit. You know, and I think I think that's the thing we have to be careful of, too, is that when God gives us a vision, um, you know, we were talking this morning, uh, Ralph and I, Pastor Ralph, was about in Habakkuk 2, it talks about, it says the vision will tarry, but then it won't tarry. And so, you know, when you It says it will happen when it's supposed to. And, and when you're waiting on it to happen, you're like, okay, God, how can I help you out? Because you've already told me this is going to happen. So surely you wouldn't be upset if I help you out and do it my way. And so I believe that's one of the things that begin to happen is, well, how can I help God out? You know, what's interesting is when they, when Jacob, when Isaac gave the blessing, they was waiting on him to die, but then he lived forever after that. <laughs> he lived forever. Okay. And, uh, the he last thing, while. the last thing that we want to talk about is that not, there's that perfect change. And then, and then there is the persuasive change that we make, but then sometimes God permits us to go places and do things that really isn't the sweet spot. The permitted change. And um, he permitted that for Jacob. I, I like how you use the P's. We're, we're kind of doing a sermon here because he's got his three points in there. I'll start yeah, with the same letter. I like that. I like the persuasive. Just the way my mind works. Instead of saying the deceitful. <laughs> that is, he, he found a P word that kind of means the same thing. Persuasive. Because really, she persuaded Esau, but she did not. Or he, Jacob. And she persuaded um her husband, whose name I'm totally blank on right now, Isaac. Isaac, he, she persuaded Isaac, but did she persuade God? No. The persuasive change is when we, I, I just think that's funny. It, deceitful change would be the manipulative change might be a, but we'll go Deceit, with persuasive. Manipulate. It's persuade, too late. You should have took the lead. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sorry. I did not write down the. So the, the permissive letter. change is, oh, God permits us to go places, but it's not the place he really, the per, it's not the perfect change. It's not the perfect will of God. And it's not the sweet spot. Like the children of Israel and Moses, God led them to Canaan, but it took them 40 years to get there. Just a, little, I have, just a little detour. Just so you know, I have been on road trips that felt like this, like Moses. <laughs> <laughs> and you take a wrong road. But you know what? Even in all those times that I have, you know, taken the wrong road or the long road to get somewhere, there's so much. You can get a lot of beauty out of those mm-hmm. those those mistake places, too. I've been lost in some states a few times in my life. And you always look back on it again, like I said earlier, you look back on it and there are things that are, you, you don't know how God did it, but it was a great thing. You know, you really don't know how God got you. You don't even know how you got to where you are. I've been to those places in Louisiana because I'm always and that's, in nowhere in Louisiana, it seems like. That's where the permissive change comes in. Like God permits us to be there, but it's not really the place that's inspired. It's not really the place that his blessings are raining down on us. Mm-hmm. He'll let you get get yourself. Good things will happen there, right? You know, you'll 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 be used and you'll see some good things. But man, it's just not the sweet spot. 
Well, and you know you're not where you're supposed to be. You can enjoy the ride. You can look out the window and see the pretty things, but it's not where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And, and for and, Jacob, you know, that's how it was. It never really became the sweet spot till he went back and made things right with his brother Esau. And there, that's such a beautiful story, how that ends with Jacob and Esau and the redemptive work that took place in their life. And, you know, it's, man, in this new year, the whole reason we're talking about this is because God has, God is orchestrating some things for your life this year. Please wait on the Lord. Please resist the urge to help God out and be deceitful, manipulative, or persuasive, whichever word you want to pick. <laughs> uh, because sometimes God will let you have what you're trying to bring about. And when you get it, you realize, my goodness, what have I done? It's not what you thought it was going to be. Yeah. Because it's not God blessed. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And so for Jacob, you know, he deceived his brother here, but then he spent the next 14, 15 years being deceived. By his oh, father-in-law. Man. man. And then a whole lot of people got hurt in that. I say a whole lot. Mm-hmm. At least one. No, a whole lot. No, a whole there lot. There are a lot. There because, are a lot <laughs> excuse me, because your decision affects more than just you. Absolutely. It affects everybody around you. Absolutely. I hear people say this all the time. Well, God just wants me to be happy. Well, not at other people's misery. Right, at the misery of other people. You know, that you, is very true. So, as you are trying to pick your change and what that looks like for the new year, man, God wants to do some neat things in your life. And over the next four weeks, or three weeks, four weeks, actually, starting Saturday and this Sunday, we have an opportunity. If you're in Sinaloa, please come and join us, and we're going to walk through what it means to go through a change. How How do you flesh this out? How do you deal with it how do you anticipate it how you move forward with it and seeing these things happen christy you got some thoughts on that no i just hope everybody does get to come out that um i think it's gonna be fun um because like you said change is happening everybody every day something different comes up Mm -hmm. read your headlines Mm -hmm. it's something you thought would be you know the normal is not normal anymore you have to change your thoughts your decisions your actions your reactions it's a challenge it is very much a challenge. And so even if you do not attend Family of Grace, um, man, we'd love for you to come be part of this. It's going to be a time where we really grow together. And, um, man. Happy 2022. to seeing you. We're so excited. As we kick off a brand new year. I still don't have a hashtag. Stay humble. Don't be a Jacob. And hustle hard. <laughs>